mean, it's kind of cute, right? This is your host, Bailey Evan here, and strap in because we've got a wild selection of articles today. First off, I would like to say that it's fitting that this podcast was born on July 21st. Um, It feels appropriate since I love to shit on water signs as the earth sign that I am that I somehow ended up with a water sign cancer podcast. So that's just something to think about while Mercury's in retrograde right now. Now on to the articles, which is why I know you're here. And first up, we have Anwar Hadid's favorite smells. Uh, And if you didn't tune into the first episode, we like to go through some articles that The Cut does. And they have this recurring section on their website where they talk about uh, notable people's favorite smells, things that evoke certain memories for them. And I have to say that most of the time, these are pretty pretentious. But this one with Anwar was just cut from a different piece of fabric. And the title of this is Anwar Hadid Loves the Smell of Pesto Pasta by Erica Smith. Shout out to you, Erica, because I loved the way this interview translated to print. I feel like it captured Anwar's essence, um, captured the vibe I get from him. And I'd also like to mention that he's potentially dating Dula Peep, a.k.a. Dua Lipa, which I find to be a hilarious pairing. Dua, I think you are too hot for him. And I love the Hadi. It's like, I love all of them. Yolanda, Bella, Gigi, Anwar. All A-plus in my book. But I saw Dua Lipa when I got to go to the Grammys this past year. And I think she's truly a goddess. And I'm not sure if Anwar is on that same level yet. Um, especially after reading this particular interview. But let's just go through his favorite smells. So, again, we're just exerting some some parts that spoke to me. Vacation smells like coconut and pineapple and fruits. I'm so boring. Laughs. <laughs> like, can't you just imagine Anwar saying this? Um, I'm so boring. You know, at least he's self-aware. Because <laughs> some of these answers are just, like, word association like you literally like whatever you would think the first thing to come to mind is is what Anwar decided to say for example leading on to the next part Monday morning smells like coffee okay again word association but this answer gets so much better he then goes on to say any kind I'll go to Starbucks and be like yo give me anything you have anything (laughs) okay I have a couple of thoughts about this do we really think Anwar does this? Do we really think he just strolls up to the barista and is like, yo, homeboy, hit me with what you got? And they just hit him with what they got? I mean, maybe. But the thing about this is he might not even get coffee. He might be getting a matcha. He might be getting a black lemonade spritzer. I just feel like this is really risky. <laughs> and I know how closely the Hadids like to, you know, watch their diets, and actually, I shouldn't say that. Maybe it's just Yolanda, because I know my girl Gigi loves a hamburger, so I shouldn't put that on them, but I know Yolanda likes to watch the diet, likes to get the lemon water in, so I don't know. I just can't, I can't, I just like to imagine this scenario, like going up to a barista and it being Anwar, 
and him just saying, yo, give me anything you have. Can you just envision that with me really quickly? Because it has me dying on the inside. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next favorite smell of his. So he, he says his home smells like eucalyptus and cedar wood. It's this hand candle my homie got for the middle of my house. It's just this big candle, like a huge one. It's massive and has like five wicks. It's actually one of the biggest candles I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm genuinely just laughing along with this. Like, I... <laughs> for what? Okay, back to Yolanda. Do we really think this is the biggest candle he's ever think? scene because I imagine Yolanda having some big ass candles up in that Malibu home. Does she live in Malibu? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe that's just David Foster. But I imagine some big ass candles up in her house and in Gigi's and in Bella's, even in the weekend's house. I think big ass candles are a staple of the celebrity lifestyle. So the fact that his homie got him this candle and it was the biggest one he's ever seen, I mean, it's just debatable. I'd also love to know who this mystery homie is. Anwar, if you ever listen to this, can you please divulge who the homie is? And why did he pick eucalyptus and cedarwood? Also, your girl loves a detail. Can we get the maker of the eucalyptus and cedarwood candle? Because honestly, I would love to purchase this, put it in the middle of my house, and tell everyone who comes over that, <laughs> yo, this is the same candle that Anwar Hadid's homie got him. And it's a huge one. Okay, on to his favorite food. My favorite food smells like a homemade pasta. Homemade and love-induced, you know? That's fire. Pesto pasta. When me and my friends whip it up, we do the little shells and put a little Parmesan cheese in there, some sun-dried tomatoes, some parsley or whatever. Uh, I made that up. We don't put the parsley. Someday I have to do that, though. Put a green in there and mix it up. Perfect pesto pasta. Really easy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I realize, because I'm a bon appetit whore, that there are many colors of pesto. But the traditional pesto is green. And he says that they don't actually put the green in there. And But one day they're going to do that, though. So is he making this pesto and whipping it up and it doesn't have basil in it? It's just, what? what is it, Anwar? I need these questions answered. Like, can I get your pesto pasta recipe? Is there basil in it? Is there a green? Are you making a red pesto? Are you making the white pesto that Carla Lolly from Bon Appetit makes? I don't think I can rest easy tonight not knowing this. Okay, next up, switching gears. That's all we have to say about Anwar. And next up is a topic that's near and dear to me. Here's the headline. The 16-year-old who applied to nine law schools and got into all of them by Paige Skinner. Wow, okay. There's a lot to unpack here. Uh, 16? Okay, when I was 16, I was sitting on my bed watching Lizzie McGuire and acting out the Why Not music video. So... Sitting in a class and getting cold called on is, would, it was my worst nightmare when I attended law school at the age of however old I was, 22, but at 16, hell to the no would that be happening. So props to this girl. Her name is Haley Taylor Schlitz. She applied to nine law schools, got into all of them, uh, and she's also 16. 
I this story blows my mind. I I think I should start a charity uh, where I dissuade people from going to law school. Everyone I meet, I think they put in, think I'm putting on like a mock persona when I clutch my proverbial pearls and tell them not to go to law school. But it's so true. <laughs> like if I could save one person from going to law school, oh wow, that would, <laughs> that would just be my life's calling. So I, I feel for Haley Taylor Schlitz. I mean, not to get too deep in this, but I just really feel like law school is only for people who really, really have a passion for the law. And to me, what that means is you are sitting at your desk 90% of the day, you are writing, you are on your computer, you are staring and, you know, worsening your astigmatism. Uh, Invest in those blue light sunglasses, y'all, because you're going to need them. And I... I just feel like unless it really is your calling in life, and for some people, maybe it is, but I think so many people who end up in law school, it's just because they feel like, oh, it's a it's a path I can take and be successful and make a comfortable amount of money, and that's that. And, oh, I don't you – know, for me, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to take science classes and get into med school, and I faint at the sight of blood, but – so it's like a backup for people who are like, oh, I want to be a professional, but I'm not going to do finance. I'm not going to do uh, a doctor. And, oh, I guess what's left is law school. And for every person who's having that thought pattern, I just, I caution you. Think twice about going to law school. Really do some soul searching, which I think at the age of 16, you just are not able to do. Haley. Do you know this is what you want to get into? I hope you are getting a full ride to all nine of these law schools because only then is it maybe worth it. If you're getting a full ride, then why not? I mean, I'm looking at over 100K in law school loans to this day. I've been out of law school for five years now, and it's uh, really not looking like they're getting – it's basically been a little chisel away at the law school loans. So if you get a full ride, I guess why not? Like get that law degree. Do your Elwoods thing. But let's talk about a couple of her statements from this article. I really like the LSAT. It was a fun test for me. Okay. Uh, I do kind of see her reasoning that it's like a logic game, brain game. I guess I understand that. But again, this is a warning to any of you who are reading this article and you're thinking about going to law school. It's not fun. You might be the point... 0001% who thinks it's fun. It's not. It's it's not fun. Just take the GRE. Go to business school. I don't know. Don't take the LSAT. Okay. Sorry. I'm getting emotional. On managing stress, she says, I get stressed out a lot. Honestly, what stresses me out is when I look at my list and feel like I'm missing something. I feel like that often, especially toward the end of the semester when everything is due. But nonetheless, when I do get stressed, the thing that helps me the most is making lists and organizing what I have and haven't done, and the things I need to do sooner rather than later. Well, Haley, I think this is a very reasonable way to approach things. I, too, am a list maker. But this also might be what drives you insane when you are practicing the law, when you are Haley Taylor Schlitz Esquire. So, again, I just, maybe this will get back to you. Maybe this will make you take your talents to just college, enjoy your time there, live the life, realize that law school is not the path to take. Or maybe just someone listening to this will trust me on that, but 
Until then, let's go on to our next article, which is Woman Turns Red Wine Spill into a Decent-Looking Outfit by Marie Lodi. Okay, first off, I have to say this girl looked cute. Not just kind of cute, like real cute, because I saw the picture. She had on this pretty little things, a white jumpsuit. She was in Leeds, England, spilled a little bit of red wine on herself. Her friends came in, and they are like, Bish, we got you. We're going to tie-dye the rest of your jumpsuit with more wine. Uh, but I have two issues with this. First of all, it took them a half hour to dye that white jumpsuit. And second off, they had to use four glasses of wine to do it. Do you know when you're already drunk and you're spilling wine on yourself, the last thing you want to do is buy more alcohol to waste. And like, I hope they were taking sips of it as they were pouring it on her white jumpsuit. And then she had to dry her little body under the hand dryer. So I just have to applaud these girls for their commitment. And like I said, it did look hella cute. I cannot wait for Pretty Little Things to come out with a tie-dye white jumpsuit. I'll buy it just for this girl because I hope you're getting a cut of that. Here's a quote from the article. Twitter users were both impressed and disgusted by the spontaneity Oh, I'm sorry, by the spontaneous redesign, with the latter group pointing out that Walton was probably walking around in damp clothes and smelled like alcohol. However, Walton says they dried it off underneath a hand dryer so it wasn't too sticky. She says, I got used to how it felt quite quickly. I wasn't really thinking about it because I was having a good time, she says. They also weren't too concerned with wasting booze. Williamson tweeted that it took about four glasses of wine to create. So this is what I was just saying. Like, these girls clearly did not care. They must have had some money to spare. Or they're just really good friends. Because I think I'm a good friend. But hell no am I buying four glasses of wine to then pour on my girl's jumpsuit. I'm sorry, girls. Like, I love you, but that's just not going down. But again, props to uh, this young lady for... <laughs> for doing this and now going viral and getting a cut article. So for our last article today, it is titled Keanu Reeves Remains the Best Internet Boyfriend, also by Marie Lodi. So first of all, I take issue with this because we all know that Noah Centineo of To All the Boys I've Loved Before fame is the true, real, best internet boyfriend. The cut even has a shirt that says, uh shameless heartthrob I think or shameless thirst trap or if it if it says shameless heartthrob it should say shameless thirst trap because that's what Noah Centineo is but this article is about Keanu so we'll go along for that for now and the first quote that spoke to me says the Keanu sense Keanu sense it's spelled like renaissance, but with Keanu. So the Keanu sense is showing no sign of slowing down as our beloved internet boyfriend, Keanu Reeves, continues to be a bomb to our souls in this weary world. And this is the sort of niche content I love and why this article is about analyzing the cut. Because this, this, this content. Um, so I'm about to read you two quotes from the article. It says, Reeves, your breath taking meme originates from an E3 video game conference that happened in LA on June 9th. Reeves made a surprise appearance to announce the release date of a game he's in called Cyberpunk 2077. After an audience member yelled to Reeves that he was breathtaking, he returned the sentiment. So that was the genesis of this Keanu 
uh, you're breathtaking me, which until today I didn't know anything about, but I'm glad I do. So fast forward, and I'm about to tell you about this fan story, which is why Keanu Reeves is maintaining his position as best beloved internet boyfriend. So the quote says, while filming Bill and, Bill and Ted face the music in Slidell, Louisiana, Reeves and writer-producer Ed Solomon noticed a handmade sign in someone's yard. It read, you're breathtaking, referencing a moment during Reeves' appearance at a recent video game conference that went viral. Solomon tweeted that Reeves jumped out of a car and wrote on it, Stacy, you're breathtaking, and signed his autograph. It's the little things that make us love you, Keanu. First of all, I apologize for my slurring of the words. I had one beer, but it was 9% alcohol content, and I think that is hitting my head in some kind of way. Uh, but I love this story. Keanu telling someone that they're breathtaking, signing their poster for them. Can you get the visual of him jumping out of his car? I mean, it's honestly better than Anwar Hadid telling a barista, yo, homie, make me what's good, you know? <laughs> It's incredible. Keanu, I don't even love you, but I love you after reading this. You are the best internet boyfriend. I'm sorry, Noah. <sighs> okay, so I think that's all of our The Cut articles for today. But I did want to add a little segment to this podcast. And I have this thing on my blog called Legit Shit. And every time I do a Legit Shit post... I talk about things that I feel like I can't live without, little things that I think, you know, the readers might want to implement into their daily lifestyle. So I wanted to share that with you guys today. So one of them is breaking news. You're hearing it here on the podcast first. Hasn't even been in my blog. And that's that I feel like the show Euphoria on HBO is the best show on television right now. Uh, It's supposed to depict high schoolers. And I have to say that I think it's far grittier than any high school uh, I'm aware of my high school experience, not to mention Lizzie McGuire for the first time and second time in this episode. Uh, but it was closer to Lizzie McGuire than it is to Euphoria. It was like going to the mall and feeling awkward about buying a bra, whereas these kids are um, doing drugs, having orgies, uh, sending dick pics. So it's a different vibe than uh, my high school experience. That being said, I think it's beautifully shot. Like. I'm not even one to really notice cinematography, but there's shots in this show that are just so stunning and beautiful and use light in such an interesting way that I haven't seen recently that I really appreciate. And it also has Zendaya, who I think is a national treasure, the best Mary Jane the theaters have ever seen. And she kills it in this role. She really, really does it justice. And Hunter Schaefer, who is also incredible, she brings so much to her character, Jules. Uh, I could go on and on. Oh, Barbie Ferreira. I remember seeing her on Instagram a few years ago and thinking, this girl's so legit and so cool, and I can't wait to see what she does. And I didn't really think she would take the acting route, but her part as Kat, she kills it. She's so good. She's one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, her storyline's really interesting. I don't want to spoil anything for you guys, but I think if you do have HBO Go, you need to get on Euphoria because it's so good. Next up is this, something that was on my legit shit post, so I apologize if you've already heard about it, but I feel like it needs to be talked about twice, and that is this knockoff Revlon 2-in-1 
brush slash blow dryer. So basically it's like a round brush with the blow dryer built in. And I think it does wonders for my hair. It's made, it's just so easy because I, you know how like tired your arm gets when you're trying to blow dry your hair and do a round brush at the same time and it just takes it out of you and I feel like I'm not that good at it. Like I can't ever get the right tension. I just can't get it down. But after using this knockoff Revlon two-in-one thing and I keep seeing about it in various publications everyone's saying this is like the thing and I was so skeptical because I was like these things have been around forever and anything that's two-in-one I'm probably not interested in like who the hell uses a two-in-one conditioner and shampoo like a guy with no hair that's who uses that but I'm telling you I'm really glad I took the risk on those $32 to buy it because I really think it can make your routine a lot easier and I will link it in the show notes so you can check it out. Um, and I think that's it for today's episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts on Anwar. Keanu, is he your internet boyfriend? Uh, would you go to law school at 16? I apologize for my up talk. I, I'm hoping if anything this podcast fix is my annoying up talk that I've literally thought about going to a vocal coach to help, but maybe you'll find it endearing and maybe it'll become a signature of this podcast. So I would love it if you checked out my blog at Bailey Evan, that's B-A-I-L-E-Y-E-V-I-N.com and my YouTube channel where you can also find me at Bailey Evan. And Maybe you can subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review for your girl since I'm just getting started out and I could use that little pat on the back. Love you guys and I will see you in episode three. Bye!